What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. So you love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. The very first episode of the 2020 year. Clap it up if you're on the Anchor app. Hit the applause button. Um, and give yourself an applause for making it through uh, another year. The year that was 2019. Heck, give yourself an applause for making it through the decade. Um, this isn't to spite anybody who unfortunately passed, whether they didn't make it past 2019 or they didn't see the full decade out. Um, but this is just me celebrating you all real quick, the listeners out there. Whether you hate this podcast, whether you hate this episode, whether you decide to hate me because of something you heard in this episode or something I said in the past and you're still listening for whatever reason, I'm glad you're still here. And obviously, if you do, don't hate me or don't have ill feelings toward me, um, I don't have ill feelings toward you. And I especially appreciate your listen of this podcast and this episode. Uh, that's all I got to say. Uh, not for the episode, but that's all I got to say. It was no real big announcements. Let's get on to the first topic is Nick Cannon the new Tupac now I know this was something that was that happened last year okay and I and I promise you the next two topics on this episode are this year topics but I had to share my thoughts on this only because I know I could have shared it when it came out last year uh, now um but um I I blew it off like man if y'all don't if, if, if y'all don't just stop talking about some goofy shit, like, that's how, I, that's how I blew it off as. I thought there were more important topics to talk about than this shit, honestly. Um, and it's not that I didn't have shit to say about it, because what you're about to hear is what I have to say about this whole Nick Cannon Tupac thing, um, being the new Tupac thing or whatever. Um, but... It's just, I didn't want to entertain that goofiness. And now that it's 2020, I still believe it's goofiness. But, you know, I needed a third topic <laughs> for um, this this episode. I wanted to keep it at three. And uh, I know people are making jokes about the war, this, that, and the third, or wor- World War Three, or whatever. I wanted to save that. I want to share my thoughts on that for next week's episode. So that's why I'm not talking about it this week. Um, but get on with the fuckery, get it out the way. Uh, Nick Cannon, the new Tupac. Now people are saying this because, well, Suge Knight said it himself. And I don't understand why people who do not take Suge Knight seriously or aren't a fan of Suge Knight taking these words seriously. That's number one. Number two, they're just words at the end of the day. Saying someone is the new somebody doesn't actually make that somebody a somebody. Nick Cannon is Nick Cannon, Tupac Shakur is Tupac Shakur, Suge Knight is Suge Knight, I am me and you are you. Simply because somebody like a Nick Cannon is deciding that he wants to be, uh, he wants to use his platform, his, 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 uh, <clears throat> his influence to um, be more socially aware, socially conscious, whatever he wants to do with his own platform in the realm of promoting pro-blackness. Simply because he decides to do that does not mean that he is then Tupac. You know, when I first started doing a podcast thing or just me first starting, um, stating my opinions, there was somebody that was always saying some stupid shit like, you just want to be like Charlemagne. Right, you are want to be Charlemagne. As if Charlemagne was the first black man, the first person in general to share his unfiltered opinions on things. And the crazy thing is, way before I even knew about the Breakfast Club or who even Charlemagne the God was, I was sharing my opinions online and and and, and shit like that. It just so happened that this individual 
saw Charlemagne, saw what Charlemagne was doing, and then saw what I was doing, and then said that I tried to be like him because Charlemagne's the more famous guy, right? Or I'm trying to be like Charlemagne. Even though I was doing, I'm not saying I'm doing it longer than Charlemagne because obviously he's been living longer. And as I got to know more of Charlemagne, <clears throat> what he is known for, whatever uh, used to be known for, because I don't even think he has that reputation, uh, repetition, uh, reputation, whatever. I'm still tired, y'all. It's tired. I'm tired as hell, to be honest with y'all. But I'm going to ride it out. But I don't think he has the reputa- uh, reputation of the guy he used to have, uh, the guy he used to be, right? Either or, not to get sideways, I'm just saying, simply because you see two parallels between two different people does not mean that one person is trying to be that other, is trying to be the next person, is trying to be like that person, or trying to be the next person in line liking of that individual it's weird as hell now i know there are many people out there who are copycats who are purposely trying to live in the uh shadows of somebody else you know there's a lot of these rappers out here who who try to uh live who influenced who who came up basically wanting to be Lil Wayne, right? A lot a lot of people was talking about Young Thug was like that. A lot of other people saying this rapper, that rapper. Uh, I think Future is another one. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of these, especially the the uh, Auto Tune guys, are trying their best to be. They're trying. They're doing their best Future impersonation. Because they see what has been working for guys like Lil Wayne, guys like uh, a Future, and then they try to emulate that. So I'm not saying that there aren't people out there who will see somebody do somebody become famous for something, and then do it. But all I'm saying is simply because you have one guy like Nick Cannon who is who does who makes music, and people say that his music isn't all that well uh, he's not a lyricist and people say Tupac isn't a lyricist but keep it a funky if you'd rather uh, choose whose music are you listening to lyricism aside all that bullshit aside whose music are you listening to Tupac's and Nick Cannon's right there acting aside I mean well not acting aside actually because they both did movies this that and the third if we're gonna take their acting and the movies who are you choosing See, what people don't understand with this whole Tupac, well, Nick Cannon-Tupac comparison is um, Tupac's reputation is as big. Tupac is a household name simply because of who he was, the things he was saying, what he believed in. Now, I'm not saying at some point in time, Nick Cannon can't be somebody who we take seriously as an activist or, uh, you know, yeah, as an activist in a black community and, and, and things like that. But let's be serious. Like, dude throwing on um, dashikis and, 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 and head wraps. And marching in Ferguson, I'm appreciative of him using his platform, but that doesn't make me, when I see Nick do that, I don't think, oh man, Tupac. (laughs) Tupac didn't need to dress in traditional African garments for people to believe that he was pro-black. Why? Because his actions and his words were all the same they matched and I'm not saying once again uh, Nick Cannon doesn't have any um, genuine intentions when he is being pro-black or, or, or whatever the case may be but when I see him dressed like that it kind of reminds me of when OJ dressed in a dashiki to try to get the black uh, support 
you know, Nick Cannon's talking about how he's going to continue the Nipsey, uh, what Nipsey was trying to do. Nipsey was doing a documentary on Dr. Sebi. And people are speculating that was the cause of his death. Uh, because Dr. Sebi, for those who don't know, is the man who is um, alleged or non-alleged, the man responsible for curing AIDS and cancer, two diseases and, and a bunch of other diseases as well that are uncurable. uncurable. Um, he He's a man who, he passed away a couple years ago, but he's a man who claims he, he cured all that. And obviously the government is not going to fucking like that because uh, they're making millions upon millions upon billions upon trillions of dollars selling medication to selling cancer medication uh selling aids medication uh selling uh medication for other illnesses that are deemed uncurable right and then here goes this guy coming around here with his plants and shit curing shit right of course they're gonna have a problem with it but anyways nipsey was doing a documentary on him dr sebi um, and now people, uh, well, not now, but that's been a speculation of, of, of individuals saying that, that, you know, the government may have played a part in Nipsey's death. Nick Cannon wants to take the risk and say, hey, I'm going to take up the documentary and I'm going to do it. I don't know if he's serious. I don't know where in, where in the process of completion or beginning this documentary is, but I had no idea. Well, I knew Nipsey was doing it. I also did not know if he was in the process of in the middle of it, the beginning or the end of it, right? So it's one of those situations where I'm like, we'll see when we see if Nick does this documentary and if it's a good documentary, I'm going to give Nick his props. I'm not hating on Nick Cannon at all. All I'm saying is him being an actor, Tupac being an actor, him being a rapper, Tupac being a rapper, him being pro-black, Tupac being pro-black does not mean that he is trying to be the Nets Tupac. Now, of course, he's going to sit back and, and bask in that and say, well, Suge Knight said that to me. As if Suge Knight hasn't been the most intention whoring dude since the 90s. Well, I won't say the most, but one of the biggest attention whores, literally and figuratively, one of the biggest attention whores since the 90s. And I think Tupac will, I mean, not Tupac, Suge, at this point, will do anything. To trash Pac's name, to make Pac look less of a... To make people look at Pac less, uh, revere him less than what we what we did. Why am I saying that? Well, if you all know anything about their relationship, their relationship was straining before Pac passed away, was murdered. Simply because Suge, in the process of Pac being shot up, got shot as well. People have their conspiracies on that as well. But simply because they was in a car together, I don't look at their relationship as a buddy-buddy relationship. I think if Pac was alive right now, he and, and Suge would not be tight. Same with Biggie and Diddy, but that's for another uh, you know topic for another time, future episode. But... I look at their relationship more of a boss-employee type relationship at the end of the day because that's what it was. Tupac felt obligated to stick around with Suge even though he's made it clear numerous of times that he wanted to branch off and do his own thing that, hey, this death row shit is not... I don't think it's going to be conducive to my career or my life. This shit is getting out of hand. I got to distance myself from this guy. This guy being Suge Knight. And let me let me ask y'all listeners out there. Do you feel obligated to give your life for your boss? 
no matter how you feel about him or her or them, do you feel obligated to give your life to them? Simply because you got a boss and you're an employee does not mean you and your boss are best friends and you're tight and they have every right to misuse you or drag your name through the mud to make them look better. Suge Knight also has a way of getting weak niggas to feel tough so they take the hits and he comes out unscathed so they'll feel like they need to bat for him I'm not calling Pac a weak nigga I'm not calling Nick Cannon a weak nigga I'm not calling Ray J a weak nigga but these are three gentlemen who are clearly around the gang culture or at least well more so uh Ray J and Pac but not necessarily Nick Cannon but we who knows right I don't know Nick Cannon personally maybe but these are clearly three dudes who aren't gangbangers is what I'm saying yep they're hanging around somebody who is one someone who is of that lifestyle and I feel as though Suge has a way of making dudes like them feel like they're tough, feel like they're a part of that lifestyle. Not in the way that they, the uh, those dudes out in New York made 6ix9ine feel, but in a way of where, again, Suge is using these dudes. He's paying them also, though. And he, he, although 6ix9ine was making money, the industry was paying 6ix9ine. Not the uh not the street dudes he was he was fucking with. He was actually paying them. <laughs> so he could look tough. So they could protect him. All the while, not only that he had to pay them, that he was getting robbed by them and extorted by them. That wasn't the case. I don't think Suge Knight is doing that, was doing that with Pac. I doubt he's doing that with Ray J and Nick Cannon. He's paying them, but at the same time, he's using them. And he's using the, well, look at all this money I make you, nigga. Where would you be without me? Now, you stand right here and take these fucking bullets. While I hype your shit up. I hype you up and make you think that you're bigger than what you actually are. So that's just my message to Nick Cannon, Ray J, or anybody actually who want to associate with Suge Knight is watch yourself. And I feel like Snoop Dogg, these are people who have access to Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg will tell you shit. Even Dr. Dre will tell you. But these are people who have access to Snoop Dogg. Everybody's uncle. Snoop will tell you himself, watch yourself around Suge. Don't trust that nigga, Suge. So Nick Cannon, Ray J, anybody else, y'all wanna, y'all wanna still hang around this dude because, oh my God, he hung around Tupac and this guy is making me feel like I'm Tupac. You wanna know why these people are, they're even, the, the reason why these fools are even comparing themselves to Tupac should tell you right now how big Tupac's name is. Because if they were to say someone like, I don't know, like, Logic, right? <laughs> and that's no disrespect to Logic or Logic fans, but let's be real. Lot, let me not use Logic, all right? Macklemore, all right? No disrespect for Macklemore fans or Macklemore himself, but Macklemore and Tupac are now on the same level. If if Suge was like, hey, bruh, you the next Macklemore. I'm pretty sure Nick Cannon's going to be offended by that. Pretty sure Ray J or anybody else that hang around Suge, they're going to be offended by that. But for the simple fact that, hey, man, you you the next Tupac. And Nick feels super, like, he he feels like, oh, shit, it's, it's my time now. It's my time to. That should tell you right then and there that Tupac. 
his name, his presence, what he did. Is not something you should just throw around at people. That it's a big presence. Nick Cannon. Once again, people, I don't have to tell you how to feel about these two gentlemen. You do the thinking for yourself. You say it for yourself. Mm, Nick Cannon, Tupac. You go back and listen to the music yourself. You go back and watch the movies yourself. You go back and pay attention to the activism that is that Nick Cannon's doing and the activism Pac was doing. You can go back and if you want to talk about Pac's family's activism, I don't think Nick Cannon has fam in the activism field. Now, I'm not saying that that would be a fair assessment to hold these two men's families against each other and say, well, Pac's family's, uh, Pac got uh, Black Panthers in his family and Nick Cannon doesn't. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying Pac was rooted in the activism. It wasn't like Pac saw, now granted, yeah, he got paid for the songs where he's socially conscious and stuff, but it wasn't like that was the beginning of his pro-blackness, whereas you can probably say that was the case with Nick Cannon. He saw how beneficial it was monetarily. And then he put on the head wraps and the dashikis. And then he started marching. And his Jordans. That's all I gotta say about that. On to the next topic. Alright, back with topic number two here. And, uh... I just wanted to tell people to man to stop stop shitting on the New Year's vibe, man. Like it, and I and I'm not surprised at all. Do not trust me. Do not take this as me being shocked that people are being negative Nancys. That Twitter, <laughs> of all places, uh, are there are people on there who are being negative Nancys about the New Year, or just people in general. Even prior to me. Even prior to the new year starting, I was hearing people talking about, oh, it's just another day. And, and people who make these resolutions, y'all not going to keep them anyways. And y'all are just going to be this, that, and the third. And shut the fuck up. Like, let people have their joy whenever the joy hits them. Because even negative Nancy's are joyous about something. I've seen negative Nancy's become joyous about Christmas time. Uh, Thanksgiving, their birthdays, even though that may be one of the only times that of the year that they're joyous about something, they're still positive and joyous and upbeat about it. And shit, your birthday, when technically speaking, is just another day for everybody else who doesn't share that day of birth with you. So if you don't want people to look at your birthday like, it was just another day, and shut the fuck up, and man, you ain't gonna do nothing special, and oh, you only do this once a year anyways, why do you act like it's so goddamn special, why you let people have their joy, and the year is going to be what you make it, so if you're going into the new year, even, because I was seeing stuff like this New Year's Eve, as well as when the new year started, of course. Um, and as I'm recording this, we are, this is day four of the new year. So anything can happen. My year has been starting off really great. I I absolutely love 2020 so far. All right. That's because I'm shifting my mindset, number one. And I am out here trying to create the life that I want to create. And I'm not letting you energy demons get to me. I'm not letting the demons in general get to me. If there's a problem, I'm going to solve it. 
I'm not going to feel down on myself. I'm not going to do this, that, and the third. I'm not going to shit on anybody else's joy. I'm not going to be, man, y'all are weird. You're celebrating a day that happens every year. How lame is that? So your birthday is a day that happens every year, and you get excited for that. You get excited for Christmas. But all of a sudden, New Year's is a bad thing to celebrate. Any other day that happens annually is a bad thing to celebrate because you don't see fit to celebrate it because you're unhappy with your life. So everybody else who is happy with their life or at least uh, in the process of making their life the way that they want to and you're not doing that because you are afraid of failure, you're afraid of, of whatever the fuck because you're insecure that's your problem. That is not our problem. It's not anybody else's problem that is out here. Now, I get it. People can be super annoying with it. The whole new year, new me. Uh, you know, all the other stuff people say they're not going to do in the new year or all this other shit. Uh, oh, if, 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 if you don't fuck with me in 2019, you're not going to fuck with me in 2020. Like, I get it. I get it. People this around this year... People gonna be extra annoying with it, with the cheeriness, but the negativity can be twice as or just as annoying. So how about all year long, no matter the year is 2020, 2021, you just allow people to do what the hell they want to do. If they want to celebrate the new year, let them. If they don't, let them. But your year is going to be based off of how you attack it. Not based off of how others form their year out. Because their year is based off of how they uh, attack it in this, that, and the third. So you can get on Facebook, Twitter, this, that, and the third. And look for reasons to be mad and angry every single day of any year. New or old years. What people like me aren't going to stop doing is being cheerful about the new years and the opportunities that the new year brings. We're not going to stop setting goals for the new year and just looking at it as just another day. Because although, yes, days that aren't holidays or special days to us that have special meanings to us are technically just another day, you need to have that same energy when it comes to the days or day that you celebrate. But you don't. So that's all I got to say about that. It wasn't going to be a super long segment here. Um... I just wanted to let people know, hey, shut the hell up and let people live. That's all. I'm going to hit y'all with an ad, and then we're going to get into the last topic. Stay tuned. All right, last and final topic of this episode. This week's episode is first episode of 2020. Clap it up once again if you want to anchor app. Um, if you are listening anywhere else that has a feature to where you could express your like through pressing something, press that something. Okay. Other than a share button as well, but share as well. Um, but black Twitter at it again with its bullshit. Um, you know, another year, another year of black Twitter on its bullshit. So... Tyler Perry dropped a trailer to his new movie and it's a movie that is the same plot as all the other thousands of Tyler Perry movies out there a black woman getting screwed over by various black men and she's scorned and she takes revenge on the toxic trash ass black man or she is acting out in fits of rage because of all the torment and mistreatment she got from the black man or men she dealt with 
everyone is upset about it. Everyone, every time Tyler drops something, it seemed as though for the past two years, and this year it's looking like it's not going to be any different. Um, black people get upset, particularly black men. I've seen some black women, but black people in general get upset over Tyler Perry trailers or Tyler Perry movies. Movies that they either weren't going to see in the first place or yeah that's pretty much it it's not even either situation they weren't even going to watch the movie in the first place which goes hand with goes um hand in hand with what i'm going to say um but um as far as my thoughts on this whole situation i know people are going to be like it's bigger than that it's this it's that I'm going to do my best to cover all bases. I know I spoke about it yesterday on Twitter. For those who do follow me on Twitter, you love Ernest. Spelled the same way it's spelled on here. Um, wherever the here platform that you're listening to this podcast on, spelled the same way on Twitter. So go over there, follow me. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be no different than what I said yesterday. But obviously, I left out what I, uh, my, my full thoughts yesterday, because I knew I wanted to talk about it here on the podcast, but I also did not want to, um, not talk about it on Twitter and share my quick thoughts on there because I had the time. But anyways, um, as far as my feelings about Tyler Perry and his movies, like I said, they're all the same. You've seen one, you've seen them all. For the most part, not for all, all of them. I don't mean that literally, but you know how that saying goes. It doesn't necessarily mean once you've seen all of one thing, you well, you've seen one of all things, you've pretty much seen them all. Basically means that uh, this director, this movie producer, this movie maker, this writer, this whatever, they tend to stick to one style Oh, uh, they have a similar theme to all their whatevers, right? Movies, shows, whatever, right? Um, I'm not saying that I, as a black man, like the portrayals in Tyler Perry's films, especially when, um, you know, and I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't make this a big deal. I've heard people make this a big deal. I personally do, don't make this a big deal. Because um, it's at least showing black men in a good light. But they've said that the good portrayals... I've heard people made uh, comments about the good portrayal of black men Tyler display in movies are typically lighter skinned black men. Which means black men who are browner skin or darker men are the evil ones and this and the third. I think there is, you know, something to that if that is the case. Honestly, I don't remember. I remember one off top. What the one Shamar Moore was in. He had that janky ass uh <laughs> braid wig on. <laughs> he was the good guy in that movie. Uh but I can't recall from the past movies to where um, all of the good black men were lighter skinned black men. But I'm not going to say that anyone who can recall that is reaching. Um, because I think that that is, uh, that is a valid concern. That is a valid argument one could pose as to why Tyler Perry is problematic to the black community right um again if you're and it's not like i haven't seen that just one movie i've seen multiple tyler perry films and plays it's just i you know they're usually a one and done to me i i have favorites but i've they're they're usually a two and done for me i've watched them twice and then not again i'm not gonna hit sit here and that like i tyler perry films are movies that I can watch over and over again, or if I'm bored on a Saturday afternoon, Tyler Perry's films or plays, it's not the one where I'm searching for online to, to watch. It's, they're just not, um, <clears throat> no disrespect to Tyler, no disrespect to the wonderful actors and actresses he has in his movies. Um, but it, it, that's just how I feel. But as far as this new movie and all the other movies that, 
pretty much share the same plot, a theme as this new movie. Um, yes, I, I do think that, you know, as a black man, you sure would I want more positive, um, depictions of black men in the movies and TV shows and any genre of art? Yeah, I do. But at the same time, I know me and I know what I'm not. I know what I am. I also know that these forms of art is in no way, shape or form a depiction of shit, majority maybe, or just me in general. So I understand representation is a thing. I understand it matters. But if we are going to expect other people to depict us as individuals, no matter your race, your gender, if you expect other people to to depict you as an individual the way that you want to be depicted as you already lost in the sauce like you 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 might as well not live the life that you're living you might as well just not have any power and have any say in how you want to portray yourself but you do have power you do have say in how you want yourself to be portrayed so why don't you just carry yourself like the person that you want to carry yourself to be and stop looking at movies and tv shows and music and all this other shit now granted on all these other art forms they do depict black men black women or other people in fucked up ways and i'm not saying do not voice your 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 uh your dislikes when you see a depiction of somebody who may or may not be of your group and you feel a way about it. And I'm not saying do not voice those dislikes, but I'm saying if you really expect other avenues to look at you the way that you look at you, you're lost in the sauce. You're fucking it up already. That's like, it goes hand in hand with this whole respect thing about yourself. It's like you can't really expect others to respect you when you don't respect yourself. You know, people get away. I've said this many times before last year um, and the year prior. People are going to treat you however they want to treat treat you. If they see you, if they see that you're not, um, if you're allowing yourself to be treated a certain way, they're going to get away. They're going to um, um, test the waters and do whatever because they see that you're not even sticking up for yourself. How does this go hand in hand with the Tyler Perry thing? Well, black men, especially. If we want our own positive depictions in movies, right? If you feel as though uh, Tyler Perry movies only depict trash black men and they're making all of us look bad because the whole one bad apple spoils the, the, the whole barrel, whatever situation. Um then create your own positive uh, outlooks of black men within your own experiences. Because I think Tyler only creates movies based off the shit that he's seen. And as I stated yesterday on Twitter, Tyler is just like every other business person out there. They don't listen to dislikes and, 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 and likes even. They listen to what the money is saying. If Tyler Perry is making over $600 million on his movies. And he's no longer sleeping in his car. He's no longer homeless. Guess what he's going to do to make another 600 mil? Continue doing what made him the 600 mil in the first place. I'm not saying because... This man is making millions off of these films that it is okay for him to basically portray lighter skinned black men as, uh, you know, angels and darker skinned black men as evil or just black men as 
as as evil, this, that, and the third, whatever the case may be. But if you don't watch these movies, as I was hinting at before, if you're not talking about these movies and then spreading the word and then people who see it because a lot of y'all did not learn in 2019 y'all talking about canceling people only made them uh more popular and richer and, and and brought more attention to them why because there are people out there as i try not to drop this bag of chips over here but there are people out there who know how to formulate their own opinion see the way cancel culture wanted or thought they were going to succeed in was by getting uh, everyone to just hop on a trend of canceling somebody without any explanation. It's just, you see a bunch of people saying this person is fucked up and they should be canceled. So everyone's going to hop on it. And yeah, they got people to do it, but they certainly did not get masses of individuals to do it. What it actually did was promote those people that were supposed to be canceled. And then within that promotion, with that free promotion, by the way, um, of those people who are supposed to be canceled, there were a number of people who saw these individuals and said, I don't think he or she did anything wrong, or I don't think they're doing anything worth being canceled. In fact, I'm going to continue to check out their shit. That's exactly what y'all are doing with this movie. And do not be surprised, black men, if this movie does well, not only because of the audience that was already going to see it anyways, but because you all promoted this shit for free. Unintentionally, of course, but that's what you did when you want to go on social media and bitch and cry every fucking time Tyler Perry drops the same movie every year or two or three. Y'all giving this man free promotion when y'all could easily just look at it and say, nah. Because you barely see Tyler Perry. Think about it. How come you barely see Tyler Perry movies being promoted on TV? You can say, because he's black. You might be right about that. But I think brother knows that I'm getting all my promotion from black Twitter. Why would I need to pay for advertisement spots when black Twitter is going to promote this shit for free, whether they like it or not? That's just smart business right there. Whether you agree with the films, agree with the creator of the films. That's just a smart smart business move right there. Now, as far as the people who are going to watch this film, like I stated, because there are going to be people who off rip know that they're going to watch a film because they want confirmation about black men, right? And I use confirmation in quotation marks because it's not really a accurate depiction of all of us because these are the same people who can see a black mother blow weed smoke in her baby's face and they are smart enough to know that not all black single moms are as trashy as this bitch, but one black man does something and it spoils the rot for all of us. If anybody, black man or black woman, were to look at a Tyler Perry film, anybody non-black in general and say, wow, black, all black men in this way, fuck them. Why would you want to associate yourself with somebody that dumb anyways? Because when they're depicted as a negative outlook in movies and TV shows, they're the first ones to scream. That's not all of us. They're the first ones to scream. We want more positive uh, uh, representation. That right there just... That tells you uh, all, all you need to know about those individuals. So I don't need to say any more, but I'm going to. <laughs> and the aspect of supporting black businesses, this, that, and the third, Tyler Perry being a black businessman who is on the verge of basically creating black Hollywood. Even the people who hate black men, 
who are going to throw all their money at this movie. Get Tyler Perry another 600 mil. They're employing black men and black women. So even in their anti-blackmanness, they're supporting a black man who is supporting black men and women who wants to create a Hollywood for black folks, for black directors, for black writers. So guess what? Even if you are a black writer yourself, like me, and you do not like the depiction of dark-skinned black men or just black men in general in Tyler Perry films. He is creating an avenue for you as a movie writer, director, to have your film portray black men the way that you want black men to be portrayed. It all comes full circle to me. Yeah, sure, there's bump, there's, there's a bunch of bumps and jagged edges within this circle. But you draw it out, it's still round. You got people who hate black men supporting a black man because he puts out movies depicting black men a certain way. This black man is employing black men and black women. This black man wants to give opportunities to black writers and black directors. Black writers and black directors have the power to depict black men or black people in any positive way that they want to. You tell me it's it's a fucking it's a fucking deal, man. Like that's that's a that's great. That's great. That's great that something negative can can uh, something positive could come out of something negative. That's how I'm looking at this situation. I'm also working on three stories. I've been working on these stories, but just to talk about myself for a bit. I'm working on three stories that are depicting black men, black life, in a positive outlook. Or in a more positive outlook, I should say. There are some negative aspects to it because I'm speaking about my experiences. Not me per se, but things I've gone through and seen. But they're going to be positive stories when you think about it. I say that just to say there are black writers out there, black directors, black black creators out there. Especially black men out there creating books, movies, shows, other forms of art that depict black men and women in positive lights. Once again... Back to the aspect of not watching these movies and not paying attention to them. If you want more positive outlooks, go and look for it. Because it's all out there. Go and support those motherfuckers instead of telling Tyler Perry to stop doing what made him a 600 millionaire and out of his fucking car. As his place of residence. Again, I'm not saying him make being a millionaire makes it right. All I'm saying is I'm not going to be naive enough to say, "Hey man, stop it, man. You're you're making me look bad and expecting him to stop it when it's made him 600 million dollars." When you can put your money in your mouth, cuz word of mouth is a thing too, and it's free because you don't got to pay to speak. <clears throat> So you can just go on and promote. This isn't just for me. This is for all the other black creators out there who are creating positive black images of black men. You can go out and say, hey, pay attention to this person. Pay attention to that person. They're actually making black men look good. And if your goal is to try to win over the people who automatically hate us, that should not be the goal. The goal should be to get people who actually act already love us. And those motherfuckers, a lot of those motherfuckers on that side, they fake as fuck anyways. 
they part of the cancel culture folks that just latch on to canceling folks without any rhyme or reason. They'll see somebody black do something well. And then they will act like they will been, they've been pro-black. That's why the pro-black movement is all out of whack now. Because you got the weirdos and the fakes who co-opted the movement. And turned it into the bullshit, massa-loving movement that it is, really. I can go on and on and on about it, but I don't want to. I know I said I was going to stop earlier. Um... But that's all I really got to say about the whole situation, honestly. Tyler Perry films don't make me who I am. If you are a black woman or non-black woman or just anybody in general, and you're like, I saw this Tyler Perry film. I saw how y'all get down. You know what I'm going to say to you? You're stupid. I, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, get out of my face. I don't want to talk to you. I don't care how fine you are. Because if you're, you're dumb enough to say... This movie did. I, I saw this movie and you were depicted this way. And, and <clears throat> men who looked like you, men of your color, were depicted in this way in this movie. Then it's fair game when anybody does that to you. It's fair game. So I don't want to hear you talking about, oh, I don't like the depiction of black women in this. I don't like the depiction of gay people in this. I don't like to know. Because if you can do that generalization to anybody else, you got to be able to take that same shit too. But you won't. So, either or, I ain't dealing with no dumbass bitch like that. And that's all I got to say. And that will be the end of this episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest. Same guy. Different name. Timestamps in the description box below per usual wow links will be there per usual wow <clears throat> listen to five minutes ten minutes or the whole damn episode i still appreciate the listen please share this episode out with everybody and if you're not subscribed hit that subscribe button as well donation link will be somewhere as always as long as well as my cash app name feel free to donate however much you want if you want to a simple share of the episode, though, is it's free and, you know, I love it. So whether you want to donate, whether you want to share, whether you want to do both, whether you just want to subscribe. I mean, I don't see the point in subscribing and not listening to an episode, but, you know, whatever. Uh, whatever you do to show your appreciation for this episode for me, I greatly, greatly appreciate it and I love you for it. That's that, though. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQ lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. You matter. And I'm out. Peace. Peace.